Hello, welcome to Dan with Patch Podcast, episode 331. I'm your host, Ryan Johnson. Tim Spence is here. Yeah, boy. Adrian Petty. Hi. Matt Lawrence. Why was there a delay I, on I, my name? What does that mean? I pointed <laughs> at you guys as if you were sitting around me. Oh, What the hell? The good old days. Yeah. Yeah, Matt's on my left, Ryan's on my right, Tim is sitting across from me. <laughs> that's how, that's <laughs> how I visualize it. That's you're going to say, Matt's on my lap. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's on my, uh, yes, Matt's on my left knee, Ryan's on my right knee, and Tim <laughs> yeah. is sitting cross-legged in front of me on the floor. That's right. <laughs> Watching us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, some of the top stories today include uh, Xbox Game Pass for PC has now added EA Play. Sea of Thieves, which we uh, stream um, weekly, is uh, has reached 20 million players. Holy shit. That's a fucking <laughs> lot. And uh, also uh, Square Enix uh, pr- presents had their little uh, little presentation showing off some of their uh, I don't know if they uh, they did announce some new games and uh, updates on some of their other games. Uh, Dying Light 2 is alive. And then finally uh, <laughs> Xbox for Game Pass PC subscribers get a better port of Near and The Evil Within. So we'll get into all that. First up, uh, what's new with you guys? Tim Spence, what's new with you? Uh, this one's actually a really easy one. I got an even shorter list than Adriano this time. Oh, I've only yeah. been playing Oblivion all week. That's all wow. I've been doing. It's been friggin' great. And it's no wonder I spent so much time playing this game as a kid. There's like, like I knew, you know that Elder Scrolls games are big, but I forgot how big Oblivion is. Like the time that you could just pour into it. It seems endless. Like I, I feel like I'm putting all my time into it and I'm still not getting that much done. You know, I have a really good, uh, I have a really good mod for you too. Once you complete everything, if you do get to that point that will take up even more of your time. <laughs> Is it the uh, archeologist guild? No. Although I forgot about that one. It's the, uh, I think it's called, it's either Vienna or Verona, but it's a small town on the, coast of that like circular lake that's around the uh imperial city and it has like mm-hmm. a really well detailed player home and like le- like loadouts and everything but there's like a lot of story stuff with it like it's all like custom made custom voice acted like quest lines and stuff yeah like uh it, like r- from memory at this point there's like a part where i think you need like a a new cook for your house because it's like a huge mansion right so you get like a cooking staff and you like go and recruit them somehow through a quest mm. and they like move in and i too have these issues in my day-to-day life yeah <laughs> yeah so uh but there's like a cool thing where you can like drop your goods off so you can have like a loadout for in the house and out of the house so you can like quickly like dump your stuff off and have a different loadout of stuff if you're gonna go and like Oh, repair stuff or whatever in the house and then when you're about to leave you can switch like instantly that's so, cool uh, yeah it's pretty cool hmm yeah i remember so what i've been trying to do on stream mostly is is playing um i've been doing an all like only magic uh playthrough which i've never really done before um i was too scared to try and like wrangle the different um like magical schools and stuff like that and it is actually pretty friggin' hard like there have been multiple times where i've died multiple times in the same area and i've just been sitting there wondering like i don't know if i'm going to be able to do this without turning the difficulty down like this i I don't know what i'm supposed to do but then you know through cheesing the system mostly like running and jumping up on a rock and then firing spells at, at things while i use my summon to distract them um has been working out so far it's just a matter of cheesing the ai enough <laughs> seems mostly um but aside from that uh 
I've I've my 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 goal is to go through the uh the mages guild, which is a really long one because it takes a while to get into because you have to go like between all the different towns and do all of their like tasks in each city and then they give you a recommendation for the university and then you can do the university quests and then there's a whole story there and then by the end of it you become you know archmage of the university or whatever so it's a whole thing um but uh I'm, I'm, normally when i play the game i use like a combination of magic and melee typically so i always have like the melee to fall back on so this time i don't and that's why i'm trying to do this without uh without ever swinging a weapon with ever without ever throwing a punch and uh trying to focus purely on basically just like getting my magicka regeneration and maximum magicka up has been an interesting experience it's something i i've never done in this game before and uh i don't think i would bother doing this in skyrim because the magic system in oblivion is just so much better than skyrim's um that's like the one thing that oblivion's got as far as like gameplay features over skyrim is that they they wanted to polish the magic up in Skyrim, and to do that, they really cut back on the number of spells. And there's no custom spell making in Skyrim either, and you can make custom spells in Oblivion, which is a lot of fun too. And I haven't even really gotten to that point yet, so once we get to that point, there's going to be a lot of shenanigans that I can get up to, which is going to be a lot of fun. Making other people invisible and, like, paralyzing and, you know, other fun stuff. So I know that specifically with paralyzation, there's a lot of, like, glitches that happen in this game when you paralyze uh like creatures that maybe they didn't expect you would paralyze like horses and stuff like that so <laughs> i'm looking forward to uh to doing a lot of that um but then on top of that i've just kind of been um i, I spent a good amount of time this afternoon actually like looking through uh just pages and pages and pages of mods on uh the elder scrolls nexus website to find things that aren't really going to change up my playthrough too much, but we'll just add to it. So um, I've been finding like different, I've been trying to find different armor mods and different like outfits and things like that. And um, different uh, like lighting or environmental effects and things like that, just to kind of like tighten up the bolts a little bit and make the game look not so badly dated. Um the best one for sure, that's like the biggest game changer, is the uh, Darnified UI, which is like one of the most, I think it's the most downloaded mod uh, of all time on that website because it just makes it so... Because when Oblivion came out, right, people didn't have 1080p monitors. They didn't even have widescreen. The game was designed for a square monitor um, and uh, low resolution. So basically it adds a bunch of customization options for your UI and uh, makes it so that it's actually... Uh, playable on a pc and not just like a tv with super zoomed in menus and stuff like that so it's a treat for the eyes now but uh but yeah it's it's just been so much fun like i i forgot how much i love oblivion and the last time i played it really i think was about five years ago now so to go back again now that it uh enters its like 15th year i think oblivion turns 15 this year uh yeah it's it's a good one and man it just makes me wish that like I know it's never, ever, ever going to happen, but if Bethesda was to remaster one game, I just wish it was Oblivion. What Are you going to do, so, are you going to maybe do, eventually, Midas Magic, if you're just doing Magic? <clears throat> no, I'm not going to fuck with that. I know I had friends back in the day that tried to use the Midas Magic mod, and they could never get it to work, or if some things would work and other things wouldn't, or it would break things in the game, and stuff like that. I'm trying not to do t anything too major. Um... 
if I'm ever going to like mess with that sort of thing, it's, it's, it's going to be, you know, in my own time when I can close and reopen and close and reopen and test and t- stress test and this, this scenario and this scenario, all these different like mods and stuff. I'm not going to get too into it. Like I was looking at different mods for like, um, like interior lighting and natural weather and stuff like that. And all of that is like really fiddly with installation. And I didn't want to like fuck with anything too much in case I like, you know, corrupt my save and then, you know, I don't have it to play on stream anymore kind of thing. So that that's for after I'm done with it. But, uh, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun to do. Sweet. I, I mean, I, I remember Midas magic, like just to bring that back up again, but I remember Midas magic having that problem. Like I did get it. I got the mod itself to work. Like it adds a little shop and there's like a guy to talk to and there's like different spells and stuff like that. But I definitely had like some of those things that you had, like not, not game breaking, not corruption of saves or anything like that, but some stuff where like, oh, this should, I don't know, sprout a vine here or something. And it just doesn't, Mm -hmm. but like some of the other stuff would work. So like it was good enough like well good enough for me to remember it and well good enough for me to like say install it again but i get it like it's so easy to corrupt a save with with mods you know mm-hmm. like i used to back them up to cd back in the day when i was modding a lot <laughs> yeah i mean good idea even still probably back up to a thumb drive yeah or something at least just to keep it intact just in case but what are you up to me um yeah i beat control Um, I was, I'm, I beat control. Uh, it was pretty good. So it got way better. I think I've said this before, but it got way better with the more powers and stuff like that. Um, so I enjoyed it. I, uh, enjoyed the creepiness. The ending was crazy. So like what happened for my ending was, uh, it was like pretty late and I was just going to do like one small section. So I did this one small section and it ended up like putting me in that sort of final stretch where like the game is clearly ending. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to do this ends up hitting two credit screens and all the rest of it, whatever. Um, but like I've beaten the whole game now. I'm not going to like say too many spoilers cause I know Adrian hasn't played it, but, um, I'm not going to say any spoilers, but like, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I've beaten, I've beaten the game. Uh, the platinum is actually within reach. But I was doing it, and I don't know if I'm going to actually do it. The reason is, is because there's these little side, they're just challenges called board countermeasures, I think, or something. And I need to do 25 of those. And yeah, I could like grind it and stuff. It's not actually hard. It's just annoying. And I don't really want to do it. (laughs) And uh, the DLC is out, or like is in this Ultimate Edition. So I've been doing some stuff off this, you know, off the side. And I'll just realize like, wow, this is pretty in depth. Oh, this is probably DLC. And it ends up being DLC. So like it blends well into the game, which is nice. But um, I think I'm just fatigued of it now. I don't know whether I'm going to do the platinum just for the sake of getting the platinum. I think I'm just like, I've beaten the game. I've done a bunch of the DLC, but not all of it. And I have a bunch of the powers and I'm like running around doing stuff. And like, like I've kind of played the game at this point. So I might, I might do it. I don't know. I'm on the fence about that. Um, but I've actually been, you know, kind of in the same vein as Tim. I've been, but not playing. I've been researching, uh, Morrowind actually. So Morrowind is a, is a game that like I've played for, or I didn't, I haven't, excuse me, haven't played for over a decade probably. And like, I would say the last time I played it, 
I don't think it would run on a computer properly. Like it was like I played it like right on the edge of like modern computers where like it may have been Windows 10, maybe it was Windows 8 or something, but it was when like Windows had progressed enough that Morrowind, Morrowind meaning Morrowind with all the expansions just didn't work anymore. I think you could turn off uh, Tribunal and have that work. So that was no problem. Um, but like I actually learned that there's a quest log in the game, which I was totally unaware of. I thought it was just the journal. And I think I've said that on the show. There's actually a quest log and that's in the Tribunal DLC, which is probably why <laughs> I was unaware of it. Because the last time I had played it, I had to turn off Tribunal to get it to work. Although I was just kind of messing around. I wasn't like planning on beating it uh, to my recollection. But I think because it's, at, because it's on Game Pass and I don't know, a year or two ago, Bethesda gave away Morrowind game of the year on PC. Now the version that they're giving that they gave away at that point uh, on Bethesda Net Launcher and the version, as far as I know, of the of the one that's in Game Pass is like the same game, but it's updated just to work on modern PC, so it doesn't have those issues that like say the disc version had. I'm sure you could probably patch the other one or whatever, but I was just like messing around. So I think I think I'm gonna try to beat Morrowind, and I think I might try to do it vanilla as well. Um, I'm kind of at a point where like, that's the, like thinking, if I think of like a game that I really want to beat like immediately, or like a game that like, I want to beat from the past, let's say, or the game that got away, if you will, uh, I would say it's definitely Morrowind because I was like on the cusp of understanding how RPGs worked. And like, that was the first RPG that kind of taught me mechanics. And then because Oblivion is so, so much more accessible because it's more modern and whatever, I like really fell into that and really, really loved Oblivion. But I think like I got to go back to Morrowind. I've no, I've looked up Daggerfall and I've looked up Arena and I got no attachment to those. I don't, I don't care about those. <laughs> those are too old and I just don't care about them. Um, but like a Morrowind is something that I still have nostalgia for. So I downloaded it to my Xbox. I don't think I'm going to do it on there. I haven't even booted it up. It's not like I have, I've formed an opinion about it. But I think I'm going to do it on PC because I'm not going to try to do a completionist run or anything. And if anything goes wrong, I can fix it with the console. Like if I get stuck or something, I'm just going to like get myself out of that because I don't want to fuck with that. Like I'm just I'm not trying to like, you know, do a full like no cheat run or whatever. I'm not going to like just turn myself into what was it? TGM, if that command still valid, like toggle God Mm -hmm. mode. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to play the game. Um, You need a TCL every once in a while, though. That's the thing. Yeah. If I get like stuck in the rocks or something, I don't want to. And then also like I was looking at because with with Morrowind, you have to walk everywhere, which is annoying. Or you can pay for like Silt Striders, which are basically taxis or fast travel. You can't just click on the map at fast travel. But I I was looking at like maybe I should just do because I know you were you and I have been talking about a little bit, Tim. And like we were talking like, you know, you said something like, hey, if I was going to play Morrowind, I would just look up a walkthrough. And I was like, maybe I'll do that. And then I I looked at the map. Maybe it was last week or whenever the heck it was. And I was like, you know, I kind of remember a lot of this, like not like perfectly, obviously, but like I kind of remember the towns and I kind of remember the layout. And I'm actually thinking I'm just going to I'm going to play this game to beat it, but I think I'm going to like play it proper. I don't think I'm going to try to rush the story. Um, I'll probably rush the story more than I would normally, especially as a kid, since I didn't even realize there was a story, but um, not not until like later in my career of it. But I think I'm going to actually just try to play this not as seriously as, say, Oblivion, where I was a completionist. But I think I'm going to actually try to just beat this game uh, once and for all. And And you've never beaten it, right? I've never beaten it because the game starts out. You start out in Sedanine and then you're supposed to go to Balmora. 
So you go to Balmora, uh, however however you want to do it. So like you can kind of earn money in Sedanine, which is a very small town, and then pay to go to Balmora. Or you can just like find your way to Balmora with street signs and whatever. So it's up to you. Um, I used to just like save – because I, I kind of mastered the beginning because as a kid, you just create creating characters over and over again. Um, so like I, I had like mastered the beginning and I was just like make money super quick and then just go to Balmora. I remember who to – I even remember where the guy's house is. Like I can take you there right now if <laughs> Balmora was in front of me. Um, I can like take you right to him and then he tells you what to do and tells you what you need and all the rest of it. And then like you have to like join some factions and stuff and blah, blah, blah. And so yeah, – there's, there's a lot of factions in that game too, right? There's something like, I don't know how many it is, but it's double digits. I'm fairly certain it's double digits, probably high double digits. Uh, it's a lot because because uh, if I if memory serves, it'll be like you show up to a town and like, I mean, I'm just making this part up, but it's like you show up to a town and it's like this town is like, you know, really remote or something. And it has like it's in an area with like notoriously bad weather. So like there's like a, a faction there that's like kind of like geographically like uh, appropriate. Like there's areas like the thing about Morrowind is um, the architecture is so varying. Like the towns are completely different based on where they are. The architecture is totally different. The citizens are totally different. There's like there's to there's like completely different um, types of businesses in the game. There's a bunch of factions. There's uh, there's just a lot. Like there's just mm -hmm. a, there's just a hell of a lot. And like, I might do some quality of life improvements here and there. Like I said, I'm not being super serious with it, but I think I'm going to go in, having watched someone play with, like, over 200 mods installed, I think I'm going to actually just try to do it vanilla. I think I can do it because I I did do it. It's sort of like how if you guys were to go try to play the first Mercenaries now, it's really dated and it would be like, Jesus, this is pretty bad. But, like, it doesn't bother me because I was there for so long. I think I can just do it because I was there for so long, effectively. So I'm just going to see how it goes, but I think that's going to be my next big undertaking. And it might be the reason why I don't want to, I don't want to platinum control because I feel like I'm just grinding on control for like what, you know, so I might come back to the troll. Uh, I don't really care about the DLC. I just wanted to beat the game. I did that. And now I think, I think it's time to just finally finish Morrowind before it gets so old that I, I can't go back to it. So I think it's time. That's it. That's it. Uh, Adriano, do you have a list? Uh, yeah. Um, Diablo 3 with you, fellas. <laughs> Some Sea of Thieves with you, fellas. Hearthstone is normal. Uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, which I was just playing before this. Uh, I think I had my last multiplayer fight in Squadrons. I think I'm, I'm done with that. I'm going to pack that away. And then I bought and played some of Valheim. Oh, yeah. Um, I very much enjoyed what I played, but I don't think I'm going to go back to it until it's maybe, maybe like when it's come out of beta or early access. Or and were you playing with uh, people as well? I started the night by myself. I played, and then Aaron jumped on, and then he came into, uh, he came into my world sporting some clothes when i was pretty much naked and he had like a beard and he kind of showed me how to build a hut and uh i died a couple of times so i'm going to probably wait and well i say i'm going to wait and give that game again a uh, chance again in the future i probably won't 
Um, so you say he came in with a beard. Is like a beard a uh, a piece of equipment that you have to? Uh, no, no. I think I, I think you, I think you, I think you can put it on immediately. But it just it's, it's just, just like character customization. It's, it's 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 character <laughs> customization. But when 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 Aaron showed up, like like in a like a cloak and a hood and a beard, it just like screamed. He's been traveling these lands for decades, and he was like, he was like coming in and helping me navigate my way. But it's been—he's playing the game for like—he's playing the game for like two days. I think it came out or something. It's just the way you said it with such reverence. It was just yeah. like hey, he came in. He's got a cloak. He's got a beard. He's he just, got an axe. He's ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Because like, because like, because like, I was I was trying to set up like a hut in the middle of a field, and he came in. He's like, hey, I see you. And I'm like, what? I'm looking around and he just like wanders up to my thing. He's like, oh, he's like, you shouldn't be doing this here. Let's go find you a new spot. And we like walk for a little bit and he finds like a, t- a tower and then we start setting it up. Um, I think uh, I think when it when it's a little bit more developed, I'll, I'll go back to it. If you guys want to do a party of three or four or I think because I think it actually oh. goes up to eight. We already have like a camp and the whole setup on Aaron's server. There uh, you go. I was playing with him last night and uh, it's, it's going places, but um so if you ever want to join that one, we're a little further ahead. There we go. I'll uh, I'll take along and hang out on the back as to not get killed and you can uh, grow yourself a beard. Yeah. How many bosses are you guys in? Just the one for me. I don't know what Aaron's done there. Aaron has explored a ton of the map. Yeah. He's and like, there's still a ton left. Yeah. He he's like he's like oh yeah right now I'm trying to get I think he said like I'm trying to get my my footing set up in the swamp area. I'm just like holy what oh the yeah fuck? that's like holy crap. Exploring different biomes and, but um, that's pretty much me. Yeah. Uh, as for myself, I had a debacle getting uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War installed. I finally got that installed. Uh, I've been playing it. I am enjoying it. I think the campaign is super cool. I think the adaptive triggers with the guns is super cool. I know some people probably don't like it, and probably definitely the people who are going in for competitive, you know, gaming would turn that off probably instantly. Uh, but I just find it a lot more immersive, and it it feels a lot better. Uh, and something they did with the sound engineering, everything combined is just fantastic in that game. Like the the visuals, uh, the the adaptive triggers, the the rumble, and and the the sound. It's all it's all working for me. And this is only the beginning of the generation as well. Like, I can't wait to see, you know, five years down the line how different that sort of stuff is going to be. Like, I hope, like, it's clearly got potential. I really hope it's not just, like, the touchpad on the PS4 controller where it well, was the gimmick and they were like, oh, cool. And then, you know, nobody my, ever made use of it again. Like, if they actually try to be creative with it, I feel like it's got a lot of potential. My my worry about it is that Xbox doesn't have it. And so is our developers going to worry about it if it's only on one console, you know? Developers probably not, but I mean, Sony has a lot better developer relations with between them uh, and and you know a variety of developer studios that like more than Microsoft has, right? Yeah, but the the, the thing that happened with like six axes and uh, the touchpad is like only only first party Sony titles ever used it, um, and so I wonder if adaptive triggers might go that way. Although Avengers just added adaptive trigger support, uh, Assassin's Creed shortly after that. Uh, released added support for it um and then there was that that's the one story that xbox actually sent out like a survey to some of their their users asking is this something you want to see on xbox so i'm, I'm hoping mm. you can actually get get over to that unfortunately they don't have to be new controllers right it might be the pro controller like they had two pro, pro controllers in the xbox one's life cycle 
So they might release a third, which would be the series, the series one. And I bought a new PC case. I moved my <laughs> PC over to it, and that was a lot of fun. And I am very much enjoying the case. And I got, I got a, it's a, it's a white case. It's a, if you're curious, it's the, um, the hell's it called here? Uh, it's the NZXT H510 Elite, and I bought it solely on its looks. I did watch several reviews and like build guides with it, and uh, a lot of the complaints were the lack of airflow, uh, which is important to a lot of <laughs> hardcore PC gamers who want that uh, that efficiency. I prioritize looks a lot of the time. So that's what I did here. Yeah. And I am greatly enjoying the look of my new PC. Well, you also aren't like like the college I, or the the PC I built in college, if it didn't have uh exactly the airflow it had, it would shut off in like half an hour. Oh god. Due to overheating. <laughs> like the cards were running like they were getting to like there was a I think it was a memory memory glitch or like a GPU memory bug or something. I don't know what it was, but it, you used to boot up into Metro 2033, actually, mm-hmm. the original version. And we just let the menu run and it would spin the graphics cards up. So we'd use that to test uh, fan profiles because it's just like the like a bug that I, I assume has since been patched. But um, my cards would get to 98 degrees in about, I don't know, two minutes. Well, that's the thing. I've been watching my temperatures, right? And I'm not overclocking or anything. But I've been watching my temperatures, and they're all, they all seem pretty fine to me. Yeah, so, like, because you're using one card. Like, I've, I'm down to one card now, too. Um, and, like, I went down to two, and then I went down to one now. Um, but, like, having three sandwiched, there's no air, like, you know, there's no room between them. Yeah. So I'd have, like, a special bracket attached to the front of them to force air down them. And then I also had, like, the side panel blowing air on them. Mm-hmm. So it was constantly getting fresh air, because if it was getting any used air, it would be screwed. But in your case... And even in my case now, like, like the airflow efficiency is like, let's say it's at like 150 percent of what you need. So if it goes down to like 110, who cares? Right. You know, the problem with the case is is um, it has a glass front. And so the the, the, the fans at the, the intake fans at the front are simply pulling it in from a little strip of holes on the back side of the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's then, not dissimilar then, to mine. And then it has a dust filter on it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that that even limits more air. Um, so I think that's one of the reasons why it's not a very good case, but it looks incredible. It's it's probably the best looking PC case I could find. Um, so I'm I'm happy with it. And uh, uh, there's there's one problem, not with the case, but with my build that I, I still need to work on. Oh, if, uh, one thing that I, um, it has a USB C port on the top. My motherboard does not have a USB C header. So well, the port's useless, and that hurts me. For I now. mean, I have ESAT on the front of my case, and there's no ESAT oh, really? for my, like. <laughs> for now. Yeah. But soon. All right. Uh, that's about uh, it for me. Sorry, one more thing that for me. I bought a PS5. Oh, yeah. That's right. You, that somehow you said found you're not going to use. You're only going to use it for media apps. No, Matt. That's that's <laughs> propaganda. That's, that's false. That's what you said. You said no, I... T- you, you, that's it. Ryan, he said that, he right? Use it as a bookend. Use it I, don't, as a I don't remember him saying that, but Adriano has wanted a PS5 for like uh, GT and uh, yeah, and a couple other GT and, GT and Overwatch 2 were depending the, on how they the, go. 
Yeah, are the two things that I absolutely wanted for. But you also want to have less boxes, so you yeah. can replace the PS. Like the P- my PS4 is like off and like donezo. Yeah, yeah. The PS4 is going to go away. As- assuming this does what I need to do, the PS4 will go away, man. It's just I don't do things immediately. Like that that PS5 is going to sit in the box till at least Monday. I promise you that. Well, I mean, okay? that's that's normal. I do that too. Yeah, I will. When I unpack it, I will I will set it up. I will have both of them set up for a what I call a transitionary time. I will run the PS5 Press when I need to. Download on your six apps and then I, walk away. I will. I will use the PS4 and I will. I'll get comfortable with the PS5. And when I am comfortable with the PS5 and I and I know I can do everything there, I will then retire the PS4. Uh, is this the disc version? It's the disc one, yeah. The, okay. The well, uh, let me know if yours sounds like shit. I had to take my disc out. Mine literally because <laughs> like the PS5 doesn't sit on the table, right? It has like a stand, and like the stand is like this weird circular thing that hooks on the back and the so stand the, is mandatory or optional the stand is mandatory, mandatory. okay in both configurations you will and and because there's no flat side on this on you the could PS5. you could get away with it if it's vertical you could but you're not supposed to according to the manual yes. and i and yeah. with something so new and rare i ain't fucking with it so the thing is is like rare. so the the disc drive isn't touching the desk or, or the table or whatever you have it on so when it vibrates because it's spinning a disc it goes like and in Canada, because it's fucking cold, when vibrations happen, it's fucking louder. So it's like, until it gets yeah, warm. But how long is it, like, once it's once that disc is loaded into the RAM, like, how... how it, oh, it keeps doing it over and over again, even if you're not playing that game. <laughs> over and over again. Because, like, cause like, fuck, like, even even with, like, Overwatch, like, it's not the same... Uh, the, the, the downloaded version, or the patched version, is not the one on the disc. So like, it I it just keeps checking some... it. Like, I had really? Watch Dogs Legion in there... And we were playing like Fallout and I hadn't played Watch Dogs at that. Like I had installed Watch Dogs, hadn't played it yet. And like we were playing like we were deep into the season of Fallout 76. So I hadn't touched Watch Dogs Legion and I just had the disc in there and it just constantly kept spinning up like every like maybe hour, every 30 minutes. I don't know. I don't really time it, but it's just like. Uh, well, for uh, me, I, I traditionally don't keep the discs in my PlayStation because both my PS3 and my PS4, I with a disc in, but the console off or on standby it will then error out when I try to t- try to boot it back on. So I always take the disc out even when I'm not using well, it. Well, the thing, the thing that sucks too is like, I thought maybe I was like, oh, maybe like the disc drive is defective or something. But I like, because the disc, because like the, it's floating, like where the disc drive is at the front and the front is not touching the desk. I like put my finger in between the PlayStation 5 and the desk <laughs> and it stopped the noise. So I was like, it's definitely vibration. It's literally the same type of thing not exactly as the buzzgate ps4s which i also have a buzzgate ps4 which is fine you just take a credit card or an old piece of plastic and stick it under the one thing to balance it better to make it have more contact with the desk because the desk or whatever you have it on is like gonna vibrate or gonna absorb some of the vibration so i actually have some soundproofing foam uh or some not soundproofing <laughs> but packing foam i might cut a little oh piece and jam that under there to try to and it's the same color as the ps5 actually so i might jam it under there see if i can uh get it to get it to stop but i also i'm also only using the disc drive for things that are way cheaper which is what watch Dogs Legion was or for things i'm playing that are old so i don't i don't really have much disc usage anymore so it's not that big of a deal i mean it is a launch day console too i wonder if you just got like a lemon uh disc drive well no like it's it's vibration like the sound is vibration because oh because you said it goes away when you hold it right it goes away when you hold it and if it's warm like because it's you know it's transitioning from winter to like spring here in canada so like um 
as it's transitioned, like when I first got it, it was like fall. It wasn't that loud. It starts getting cold. So like the console is cold. And when it's cold, it starts to like, I'm not like a physicist or whatever you need to be. But as far as I understand it, (laughs) as it gets like physically temperature cold, it starts make it starts getting louder. And then it like stops doing that as it warms up. So like it's it's vibration, like as far as I can tell, it's vibration. So. But yeah, it's loud as hell. And I've asked Aaron and Aaron's does spin up like he because he mentioned it first. His spins up even when you're not using the disc game and he has headphones. So do I. But like he says, his isn't that loud. I don't know whether again, it could be like maybe my stand isn't level or, you know, something like that, because if it's just vibration. But like, holy crap, is it annoying? (laughs) Good thing I didn't uh, keep that one then and I sold it to him. Well, you you have a disc one. <laughs> yeah, what, what I'm saying is like if Aaron's is giving him problems, that like that was going to be mine, and then I sold it to him. Oh no! I, see, no, like that yours is going to be the same more than like 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 this is a software thing. Like for whatever reason, it keeps checking the drive. Like even when you're not using, it, it's like check the drive and stop. Check the drive. I think and stop. I think I know. I think I know how. I'm probably going to stand it up. Uh, I'm probably not going to lay it down. I think I know the setup. I'm going to. But with it, um, that'll probably help it because the disc drive will be on the bottom then. Yeah. Yeah. And then my PS3 is just going to stay when I do disconnect my PS4. I'll have my PS3 and my PS5. Why the hell the PS3? The PS3 is the first thing I got rid of. I got a a Series X and I got rid of the PS3. Because the PS3 is the backwards compatible 80 gig. So Ah. my PS3 covers PS3, PS2 and PS. My PS5 will cover that and PS4. So between those two boxes, I in theory can play any PS game. I had I had the twenty gig and it died. I have the I have the eighty gig launch one, and that thing looks like a fridge standing up and a barbecue laying down. That thing is fucking massive. Uh, yeah, big old George Foreman grill yeah. that thing. But uh, it was my brother. <laughs> it was my brother who got me the PS Five. He uh, he he went on a bunch of watch uh, Discord servers and there that would like notify people when when uh, they when like they got restocked and then he got an alert. He was able to get one. For himself, and then his girlfriend was able to get one for me, and then he go. delivered. Then he delivered it to me. Holy crap! Fantastic! I no, literally had a PS Five just brought to me. <laughs> just fucking great. Thanks, and they say Giuliano. If you're listening, is dead. Yeah. All right, uh, let's hop into the stories for this week. Um, first up here is uh, Xbox Game Pass for PC. Now is EA Play, giving subscribers sixty plus more free games. This is from Gamespot. Uh, so Xbox Game Pass PC and Ultimate subscribers can play all the titles in EA Play, the service formerly known as EA Access. Uh, subscribers not only get access to a catalog of 60-plus games that include Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Titanfall 2, and numerous entries in the Battlefield and Madden franchises, but they also get in-game rewards every month for select titles. Uh, March 18th is also the day that Star Wars Squadrons comes to Game Pass on both PC and console. There you go, Adrian. Don't you want to keep playing that until all the noobs start showing up? No, I'm good. But uh, <laughs> I I can't I cannot get over how good like like we're not like they're not paying us or anything but holy fuck does this sound like a good deal? <laughs> it's a bit nuts how many games are on there now. And yeah, we we were kind of talking about this, or at least I was. Um, how is like the Netflix effect? Uh, now former former guest on the show Marty Isaacs he uh, he used <laughs> to say that he doesn't watch. He doesn't choose to watch things on Netflix because it's just always there and like available. Same with that's that's me as well. And it's kind of the same thing with Game Pass, where it's like, oh my god, I have all this access to games, but I don't find myself playing them too often. I was gonna say, when does it become the point where there's too many games and it's just like, n- like now, now is the, it now? Is it already happening? It, it was it was a start with the PlayStation 
You can pinpoint it. It was the PlayStation Instant <laughs> Games Collection. You can pinpoint after- the exact moment. That it's is when the- in half. <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> now. Pause. <laughs> um, when 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 PlayStation announced that, that was when just the trajectory changed forever of too many free games. Amazon, Epic, the the Xbox Gold, and now the the Game Pass and the PlayStation Plus. Oh God, and everyone had to have their own platform too. Prime Gaming, like I I claimed yeah. like something like twenty games on Prime Gaming the other day. It's just like what the fuck? I didn't even know these existed. Like, have you played yeah. a single game from Prime Gaming? Uh, nope. Uh, no. <laughs> I haven't I haven't touched Maybe? a single one of those. I I no actually I tried I tried and then uh, I wanted to and then it was uh, it was bullshit. They uh, <laughs> here we oh. go. They. Uh, it was it's it was through Twitch. It was it's the same thing as Prime now, but it was when it was the Twitch gaming. They gave away Assass uh, not Assassin's Creed. They gave away Devil May Cry, um, the the like HD trilogy or something. The, the HD, HD collection. Tr- the HD collection. They gave it away. I'm like, oh, I never I never played the third one. I kind of want to play it. So I download I download the Twitch installer. I download the game because it says in my library. I launch it, and then like it does the hey pick your game. Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry two. Devil May Cry three. And the the two and three are blocked out. And even though you had redeemed the, the the Devil May Cry HD trilogy or whatever, they only gave you the license for the first game within it. You had to go and still buy the second wow. and the third one. And I'm just like, oh, that is some scuzzy ass shit right there. <laughs> I mean, it's they, free though. Like, come on. But but they because like they gave you the trilogy, but they only gave you the one game within the trilogy, and it was just like. <laughs> So it's like okay, well I'm not doing this, and then so I would have played a game, but they didn't give it to me. I was gonna start that series, and then like it was kind of kind of the Netflix effect where have you? Uh, I think I have it in a couple places, and I just don't care now. Have you played the original Anamusha or the original God of War? The original God of War a little bit, and then I did not you, like then, it. Then you have played Devil May Cry because they're the exact same game. Ah, uh, wait, they little, are, little puzzles and shit? They are the exact same game. And I'm out! Saves me, like, four games. Like, Q- like QTE sex scenes? What? Uh, no, I don't think there's any QTE sex scenes, but, like, the gameplay, you collect orbs to to uh, power up weapons, you fight gods or demons, depending on your franchise. They're, they even have the same number of, like, upgrade ones. Oh, you have to collect four yellow ones, and when you have four yellow ones... You have one big yellow one, and then that will save you from death when you were to die. You collect four blue ones to get a permanent upgrade in one of these things. It is the exact same fucking game, but just a different setting. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Now, one of the things I've always wondered is how they uh, could possibly be making money off of this. Uh, Here's a little interesting tidbit we have here. (laughs) They're not. (laughs) Um, So it says you might be wondering how it makes uh, business sense for EA to offer EA Play and Game Pass at no extra charge. And EA CFO Blake Jorgensen said EA cut a deal with Microsoft. And he said, and I quote, we don't do anything for free. I think the economics work for both of us. And that's how we've approached it. Uh, end quote. What I believe is that Microsoft probably paid them a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> also, though, also, though, like a lot of the games like you were telling, like we were going through them and like, I mean, there's a bunch of kind of new ish stuff in there, but there's like. Medal of Honor Allied Assault. That game has had its revenue days. You know, that yeah. game's done. Saboteur, again, same type of thing. And there's a bunch of other games. SimCity 4 is in there. Deluxe Edition, whatever. Like, there's a bunch of stuff in there that's had its day. So if Microsoft pays them, I don't know, a million dollars for SimCity 4 ever, that's probably more than it's going to make 
you know, presumably yeah. depending on maybe there's like whatever upticks here and there, whatever. But like, you know, I would be really curious to see how much those old games make like without any sort of game pass type deal. Like what game specifically? I don't know. Pick an old game. We were talking about the saboteur, you know? Oh yeah. Do they still get sales rolling in every now and then? Like, is it, is it like one game gets sold like a, a month or something or one a Maybe, week? Yeah. 12, 12, you know, 12 a year. Know... Can you picture 12 people buying that game a year? Yeah. Literally? In the, in the world. Yeah. yeah I, I bought it. Probably, I bought probably it on more. GOG in 2020. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Now, uh, the way this works, uh, I kind of did this today. Um, so you had to download the new EA desktop app, which is currently in beta. And so if you claim the EA game in the Xbox app, I believe it launches it in or, or at least downloads it in the uh, EA desktop app. What I noticed, though, is I, I had already purchased Sims 4 and I had it installed uh, on my PC. It did show up on my sidebar in the Xbox app. It's now disappeared, though. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know what happened. Oh, oh, that's interesting. So it is. does the Xbox app manage the download? Or does it just, as soon as you say click actually, or play, does it just go over to EA? I haven't actually tried to download anything from it yet. Okay. I just had the Sims already purchased and installed, and it recognized that. Um, Interesting. I don't know why it's not recognizing it now, though. But it was kind of nice to see it included in that sidebar, so you just have them all in one place still. But that's gone. <laughs> so. You can you can you can also just like use the GOG launcher, and I'm sure everything will just be there. I have like not every- found that. Be, I that is not the place I go. No, it, <laughs> you know? yeah, it is. It is. I love the idea of it. It just does not well. I haven't opened that thing up since uh, Diablo two. Since we I find it, it slow too, and it always disconnects your services. I find it disconnects the the third party ones, like the unofficial, like the PlayStation. That's, one that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 Um I'm always having to re-log into those, but let's take a look here. Yeah, the uh I, I wonder I wonder if they are because because when you look at the EA games, there are there are quite a few um as soon as it loads on my slow ass laptop over here, there's quite a few sports titles. Yeah. And 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 I'm and I'm wondering what like the what the per year discount is that ea gave to microsoft for like for like older games like you have like um uh, fifa for instance um uh let me see when it loads here it's taking forever to load they, they take those away though eh? like um they had fifa for the world cup and then a few years go by they add like the old fifas at least back when i was playing playing it, it like as i tried the world cup one um they were adding new ones like per year but they were always a year behind into the ea vault and ea access on xbox yeah i think though they're including it now but they delete but they got rid of some like they were like oh like the like Mm -hmm. this one's so old like the world cup one's so old we'll get rid of that one but so like but look they have fifa they go all the way back to fifa 15 okay so maybe they stopped doing that yeah so look they have 15 16 17 18 19 and 20 so i'm wondering if they like gave the the oldest one like to microsoft for like dirt cheap and they said, "All right, you have the, it's it's cents on the dollar for for this one here." And then it uh, was likely a bundle like deal. Probably, like it probably. <laughs> Piece, piecemeal pricing them. Yeah. Well, here's here's a question though. Like, okay, I'd like to know. So these games are pretty big, even for a PC. So, and most people, I would assume, are not going to be playing ten games a month, even. So yeah, if you're playing 
two games in a month and you're paying, say, 16 Canadian, right, to make it equal, make it like easy. That would be like, let's say, eight dollars a game. And then Microsoft's cut is two dollars per game. So like they're getting six dollars for you, like downloading their game. Like, is that how it's working potentially? I would imagine so. Because because you can't download like I mean, you can, but you can't like have a great experience, or at least not in my mind, of like downloading like Prey, Skyrim, Oblivion, Morrowind. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, holy <laughs> crap. You're like, oh, I'm just every day I'm jumping into a new RPG. It's like, well, what the fuck yeah. are you doing? I think oh, you this. underestimate people's uh, ADD these days. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. also with that being said, because the games are so long, then they're just playing the long game. If they're if if that pool of money is being divvied up even more and it's only $1 a month they're making, like the, the publisher or whoever... And but instead of playing it for one month, they played it for six. Now they made their six bucks again. There's Titanfall Deluxe Edition on here. Uh, so I've got the Sims to show up. I had to quit the Xbox app, launch the EA desktop app, and then relaunch the Xbox app, and then it showed up. There you go. I mean, it, it's a beta, like the EA one. Yeah, but I'm just wondering if it's if if it has to pull from the desktop app, and if it's I don't have that starting at launch up mm. uh, or at launch. Um, so I don't think it'll ever kind of work seamlessly for me. <laughs> at least. Well, hey Matt, it uh, if you wanted to play through Dead Space Three campaign, it's on. Uh, it's on here now. We can do. I it. have. I have it. They gave it away free on my on like just EA Origin. Uh, well, I, if I don't ago. if I don't have it on my EA account, do you want to play it on uh, Game Pass? I mean, that's fine. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'll play the other two beforehand and. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our next story here. Uh, sea of Thieves reaches 20 million players. Uh, the devs say that 2021 will be the game's biggest year yet. So hopefully we have a lot to look forward to. This comes from GameSpot. Rare's swashbuckling pirate adventure game Sea of Thieves continues to set records. The game has now surpassed uh, 20 million players since its release three years ago. This month. It's the three years old. Look at that. Um. In a blog post, the developer said that Sea of Thieves is only just getting started with plans for 2021 to be the game's biggest year yet. The developer did not elaborate on plans on its plans, however. Uh, this is a pretty impressive because I remember when the game launched, it, there wasn't too much to do in it, right? Yeah, it was. And there weren't too many items or anything like that. No, there was the emissaries, even, uh, even um, the quests. The voyages yeah. were a thing. The quests weren't. Like the tall tales were weren't even around. They they introduced those later. It was literally you just go around, either kill players or you just find random treasure. And then they you buy it on whatever basic cosmetics they had in the in-game currency. Um but like the all the all the good stuff, like the the black market and the black market archives weren't around. Those were added later. So it was a pretty bare bones game. Do you guys think this was always the plan to to kind of expand on it like this? No, no, I'm gonna say no because it took so too you, long. Yeah, but I'm so glad you, they did. I'm glad they stuck with it. Well, it's impressive. It's one of those things where like Anthem was struggling to get back people, and they just abandoned it. Here, <laughs> they like invested in it, and now they have 20 million players. We're back playing it, you know. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I I really hope they introduce new. Like, they kind of expand, like, they kind of add in a new area. Like, I would love if they went a little bit more north and maybe introduce, like, an Arctic area. Ooh, that'd be maybe, cool. Yeah, and then you have to, like, retrofit break through ice. Yeah, you break through ice. You have to maybe retrofit your ship to sustain the cold. Breaking like you through have to ice sounds awesome, actually. Yeah. 
or you go down south, maybe the other way, maybe hit, maybe oh, if you can find like a small like jungle swamp area. I if would, you get I stuck would... in the ice and someone comes up at you and starts Yeah, firing. that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. You're thinking about doing that to someone else, though. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you watch our streams, you know that I always just like destroy people's ships. That was so ships. angry at, at me for firing on him when he was getting attacked by the Kraken. Oh, that's right. He was swearing <laughs> at you. That's right. <laughs> what are they, it's a pirate game. I don't know what these people expect. You know it's what not I, called Sea of Friends. The, yeah. You know what's like bizarre, though, is how did Rare or anyone think that the base Sea of Thieves was enough? Like, who was like, yeah, this is this is complete. I think I the don't fun know was supposed did. to be in the the PvP type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think you were supposed to go around and fire complete. at each other. I think they knew that they were going to be adding to it as time went on. I now, they did that's do the not volcanic. a good enough excuse because... You know, that doesn't excuse the fact that they released a game that was largely underpopulated with content. But I mean, like, maybe they viewed it as, like, a release, but it's actually an early, like, beta kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, because even the easternmost islands, the volcanic islands, weren't at launch to those ratted later. So maybe they'll keep expanding the... Uh, yeah, the world. The world. I really want so. to. Yeah. Because there, there are there are people who are like picking apart the the changes in the island because they they do every once in a while when they, they push an update they'll move islands and they'll they'll reform mm. them they'll expand the shores people like try to pick apart secrets like right now on all the outposts they've added in a half built shelter at the edge mm. and like it's a half built hut with like debris around and they think that's them teasing a new faction. That they're going to introduce, or that they're going to move the hunter's call over to the outposts as to well. To these outposts, yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I find I like those little like there are YouTube channels who kind of pick that shit apart. Um, there's also just like mysteries that 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 intrigue me about the game, like the the uh, Crooks Hollows ghosts that we still haven't figured out. I kind of like having the different factions at different like specialized islands. It's kind of cool. Kind of hunter's call is off at the. Uh, you have to go to the sea post for them and stuff. Yeah, but how convenient would it be when you want to get off at the end of the night and you hand everything in? There's, there would just be a hunter's call there as well at the old post instead of having to like go and find another one. Yeah, it'd be convenient, but that's the the point of the game is that it's supposed to be about like sea traversal and exploration and stuff, right? So I I think it's fine as is. Have there been any recent sightings of that ghost? Are people still seeing no. it? No, so only the only video footage was. Um, the YouTuber Captain Falcor, he has two videos of uh, of him capturing it on different on days. Different days. Oh wow! Um, then people were like skeptical, skeptical of this, this and that, blah blah blah. And then the only other sighting is from an official Sea of Thieves video. So about about two weeks after he released it, because he is a Sea of Thieves partner, so he gets a little bit of information from them, but he didn't get anything about this. Um, he they released a video just about like an, it was like a like a dev update, whatever, and they in their in their cuts between uh, camera angles, they spliced in about like six frames of this ghost of this the the figure they they call her the bald lady because she she looks female and she's bald. Uh, they cut in about six frames of her standing on a beach. So it's pretty much them acknowledging that, yeah, this is a thing, but there's very little actual footage of her. Um, there's two there's two sightings from him, and then there's also him hearing uh, phantom footsteps walking around him 
while he was also exploring Crook's Hollow. Is it possible they took her out? Hmm? Is it possible they took her out? Like they just added her, waited for someone to find her, and then took her out? I think that's what it is. I think they patched her out. That's kind of what I was thinking, right? It's like like a Minecraft Herobrine kind of thing. Like every update that came out said, oh, removed Herobrine. And everyone's like, what the hell's Herobrine? But it was like never actually a thing in the game. They just waited until it started to catch on in popularity, and then they started to just like run with it kind of subtly. Yeah. Maybe that's the same thing we're doing here. Mm-hmm. So then there are people who like went to the island or trying to find it, but people don't think that like if you go if you're in a if you're grouped up with another person or more than one more one other person that sh- that it won't spawn. You have to be by yourself. Um, but he's I think his footage is the only non-official footage, and the six frames or whatever how many frames it is in this the Sea of Thieves dev update is the only official footage. I I. I... I kind of hope they didn't take her out because then it's just like people are just looking for nothing. But yeah, it, it also might just be like maybe they they only maybe she only kicks in uh, maybe around Halloween. Maybe it's like for the month of October she'll spawn. And oh right, that, yeah. It could be something like that. Um, or maybe she moves from Island Island. Maybe she just it's completely random on every server, and if you just happen to catch her, you just happen to catch her. And it could be one of those things where she can only be so far away from a player, right? Like you might not actually be able to get to her. Yeah, and yeah, so like you, you have to like keep an eye out. No, but yeah, it, so you have to actually keep an eye out in the background. So if you if you look at his footage, like like he ran by her, and he didn't oh. catch her. Yeah, like he yeah. was he was he was so close, and because it wasn't until he reviewed the footage later, he was so close that he goes, "If this was a player, I would have seen their player card above them, their 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 tag." He's like, this wasn't, this wasn't a player. And uh, then, and then, cause he circles around the cave uh, and then he like catches her again. And again, like he only saw this after he reviewed his footage. He didn't see it while he was recording. And he goes, so then when I looped around this cave, there she is again. But from where I was to where I went, there's no way that that a player could have gotten there that fast. Like there's no shortcut to that path. It's a longer route around. So so he thinks it's it's a it was a ghost that was dynamically following her. The other piece of footage was he was just charging on a beach. He was running at random something random, and then he goes. When I played it back, you could see her just hovering in the bushes, looking at me. Ah. He's, like, he's like he's like I didn't catch it. And then the only other the other the other one is he sees her standing far off in the distance on the beach, um, like looking down at Crooks Hall. Like she's so far away that that he wouldn't have been able to catch her anyways. And then there's like the footsteps audio, but uh, is there a um, is there a way to turn off like character name plates in the settings? I think there is now. At the time when Mm, he caught it, like a year ago, there wasn't. Okay, and and it's just reminding me of the um, like ARG stuff that people used to do on, on YouTube. Yeah, where they would pretend that like things were happening in games for them with like NPCs, but it was actually other players. But they were like really sneaky with how they were. uh, having the the players do stuff and acting like NPCs and it was like oh this is so scary creepy uh but it's just you know other people and they're they're like acting right but it's uh it's kind of yeah. to, just to make like a spooky spooky content so, yeah um because because even if he goes if this was a player he goes there was no ship on the uh, around the island with me and he goes if there wasn't a ship there would have been mermaids in the water that I would have seen for them to go back to the ship and there wasn't any of that well, I just mean like maybe they were in his crew and oh. they like hid, hid the nameplates and they're his friends and he's he's got like two of them and they're they look the same or at least very similar from a distance. So it's like, 
oh, you know, they couldn't have possibly gotten there, but it's like, it's because they didn't, it's because there were two of them. Yes, it's possible um, for, to, to kind of, for his credit, like to his credit, he was, this was footage that was, he played back on a live stream mm-hmm. and people, like if you watch the live, the original live stream broadcast, there was, he was by himself. There wasn't, he wasn't grouped up with anyone. That's like you, you, you could, yeah, you can, you can watch his entire playthrough and then you can see that, that he wasn't, nobody had joined his crew or not, but it's interesting footage. It, uh, it's a cool little thing that nobody's really solved yet. I was just quickly reading this article on it, and uh, they kind of have a, had a better name than the bald lady. They had the the devil of Crooks Hollow. Yeah. That uh, uh, apparently wearing the rotten bilge rat dress. Uh, sure. Didn't know that that's what it was called. <laughs> Which is apparently easily obtainable. Yeah, he has he has uh, two dedicated videos covering it. It's interesting to watch. It's creepy. I, I, I would like to check it out, but I'm kind of disappointed that there's not more information. It's like I, just those videos and that's it. That's that's Oh, uh, I'm I'm totally fine with that. It uh sometimes sometimes it's uh it's more fun not knowing. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh yeah, for sure. Um all right, our next story here, uh, Square Enix presents. Uh they had their little uh I don't know what to call these. They're not keynotes, they're not uh presentations. presentations? They're just presentations. It yeah. was called the official name from Square Enix was Square Enix presents. Yeah. That was it. And uh they announced some uh, some games and some updates on some things. I'm just going to kind of quickly go over a few of these. A uh, new Life is Strange game called True Colors uh, has been announced. They're adding all new tech. They got uh, mocap and better animations and stuff like that. Um, this this game series seems to have a decent following. It really I, is. I did play and platinum the first one. Uh, definitely a unique uh, story. And it, it's kind of one of the only games left that's kind of um, those kind of like those Telltale-ish yeah. Games, right? Yeah, interactive storytelling kind of games, the episodic ones. Yeah, I do believe though that True Colors is a complete experience. I don't think I don't think it's broken into episodes anymore. Oh, I just meant cool. more in the sense of like where there's Voices you know, and... multiple endings and the yeah you know, story yeah. goes different paths depending on what you what decisions you make and stuff like that. Yeah, um, very popular with the uh, the LGBT mm-hmm. plus community. It's very um. I guess one of the main characters is like uh, a very good representation of like the trans community. And um, there was just the, uh, the gay Ming awards like G a Y Ming awards <laughs> okay. on yeah. uh, Twitch, like uh, two weeks ago, I think two or three weeks ago. And uh, it cleaned up. It did really well. It won, I think like two or three awards. Is that so, before the storm that you're talking about? Um, or life is strange in general. I think it was the most recent one. Yeah. Okay, that's before the oh the uh the second one second one the, the, yeah. the two guys right yeah yep yeah okay oh yeah. this is the third one How this many? will be the th- well there's there's life is strange and then there's before the storm which is a prequel I believe for life is strange mm-hmm. yeah and there was the a same, second one same, same I, characters I can't remember the name name it might have been life is strange two and then and then this is the th- I guess the third like major release they they did a recast for the prequel though right they didn't keep the one voice actress. I don't I think recall? she's in it, but I think the characters oh. are the same. Oh, one one thought, of the characters from the from Life is Strange is in Before the Storm. Yeah, but I thought I I remember when that first came out, like there was a there was like a oh yeah we're recasting her like it's a different voice actress doing it. Oh, and I, and I, not, re- I remember familiar. that wasn't well received. Hmm. Uh, Outriders, you guys are familiar with Outriders at all? I am familiar with two. Th- uh, I'm familiar with Very the banner that keeps showing up on list. Twitter for it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 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 Uh, it's coming to Game Pass, though. 
and it uh, this new trailer um, they have like a whole in depth kind of video on it that they showed, and uh, it looked pretty fun. What uh, what's what's this game? What's the genre? What's the tone? What's the? I know nothing it, about this. It seems like kind of like just a uh, your your basic uh, live type of game, division almost, but you have like powers and stuff. It's like a shooter, right? But you do have these kind of magical powers that you can use to fight these creatures. Game Pass, you say? Yeah, I'd be I'll willing give to give it a try. Yeah, I'll give it a try. Yep. Uh, it is the 25th anniversary of Tomb Raider, and so they wow. announced a, f- a few things. However, they did not announce a new game, which uh, was quite sad. But hey, hey. We're getting a cookbook, and that's just as good. <laughs> We're getting, getting a, cookbook. a cookbook. Yeah, uh, like a Tomb Raider cookbook. That's correct. Yep. Does she cook in the in any of these movies or games? Like she does not. Well, she she survives, so she must cook at some point. But not in the games. Like we don't cook in the game as the like playing the game. Yeah, Isn't she like that's... insanely rich? Doesn't she, she have is. like cook staff? Yeah, we cook <laughs> in we cook and see of thieves, damn it, not Actually, our Tomb Tim, games. That's a funny point. What if it's like all these amazing dishes and not just like <laughs> eating like like rabbits that you caught outside or something? From yeah, the it's just like <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cooking fucking quail <laughs> and like escargot and caviar and yeah. Uh, they did also announce uh, Tomb Raider Definitive Survivor Trilogy, which is twenty dollars. Whoa. You get all all three games for twenty dollars. Well, that's a Holy. really good deal. That's yeah. a that's a lot of game. <laughs> what uh, which one of those are cleaned up, or which ones are are they doing any work on them? Well, I mean, they've already kind of done it. Like yeah, the, they're all uh, kind of definitive editions, right? Yeah, the those the original game got like a whole like remaster for PS4, uh, so it still looks pretty good. Hmm. Yeah, I remember it was re-released on uh, on PC as well, like the definitive edition. And like the biggest difference, the face. People, yeah, the biggest difference was that her like face and hair were like fine tuned. Yeah, but I guess you which know, I, was, I think it looked better. I yeah, I there's a. Uh, I I played it on PC on my laptop back in the day, and I I fucking loved that game. Mm-hmm. But uh, holy shit, did did her hair look not really very good in cutscenes, and like her, her face uh, was kind of, you know, the lighting and stuff was sometimes an issue. So. I'm all for it. It's uh, it was a lot of fun. I I absolutely loved the first of the of the reboot games, and I really want to play the the other ones. So it's probably going to be cheaper for me to I, buy that. Yeah, I get the two games for twenty bucks <laughs> and buy right. them separately. I think they're all good games too. I know a lot of people kind of mm. don't like the third one, mm. um, but it's still it's it's still a good game as far as I'm concerned. Um, also, uh, Croft also, Manor it's is Lara, to- not Laura. That's correct. Yes, uh, Croft Manor is coming to Fortnite. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool, actually. It's funny. So they just they just announced that uh, you can also get the uh, her character in the game as part of the new season or the battle pass, which I did buy. Um, you bought the battle pass. You don't even play Fortnite. What are you doing? I played one match and I came in second. So I think I think that's pretty good. Matt D- Ryan How many is kills, though? uh five. Oh wow! Okay, damn. All right. Matt Ryan I is the publisher's I, good at the game. favorite consumer. He does exactly what they want a consumer to do: buy Open and my not wallet. play. Yeah, <laughs> you give them money to get like the one little thing you want. You play for a little bit, and then you don't play anymore, so you don't put any stress on their servers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> buys games just to see them on PC for fifteen minutes, and he spends four days downloading them. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 
Uh, Matt is a big Marvel's Avengers fan. And, I am uh, not. He's anxiously <laughs> waiting to get into that game. Oh, yeah. I know he's already downloaded the PS5 version and transferred his save over properly by going into the PS4 version of the game on his PS5, uploading his save, and then downloading it onto no, no, his PS5 me. version. Going into the PS4 version, ensuring it's all the way up to date, then going to the proper menu option, then doing a save migration. Knowing how much you love this game, Matt, I know you already have it updated, though. So. <sighs> anyway, they announced... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm just not. I mean, I make, I make fun of it all the time. Jeez, Ryan knows a whole lot about you as well. I'm actually impressed. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Hawkeye is coming to the game. Uh, they did announce the... Uh, uh, a roadmap, I guess, of, of new new content coming to the game, uh, including uh, Black Panther. That's the big one, right? That's the big expansion? I believe so. There's also a Black Widow event, uh, new story content, and the introduction of Black Panther. But don't forget, the biggest and most anticipated feature coming in is that every playable character has a unique petting animation for petting Lucky the dog. That's also correct, yes. I didn't even know uh, there was Lucky the dog, so... <laughs> <laughs> like, is uh, are any of these characters exclusive to any uh, specific platform, like Spider Man, or are they all not yet? In- now, here's the weird thing: Spider Man has not come out yet. Really, and, and no announcement either. Like, it's not. No, yeah. it's not on that roadmap as far as oh, I saw. I yeah. thought yeah. he was out already. I thought no. he was just like a. That's interesting. That then, uh, is interesting. It was a big day for Matt because uh, no. Just Cause Mobile also got announced. What did? I- just cause mobile i mean i did say that was pretty cool but i don't know if i'll play it <laughs> it looked i'm not sure what you do in it i don't <laughs> it, it was a bunch of explosions and them flying around and like flying towards the camera sounds like and, just cause yeah <laughs> so it looked pretty crazy and then finally uh for spoken what about hitman sniper assassins oh yeah i just skipped past that one eh? I don't even know what that is. Oof. You don't oh. play as Agent 47. You play as other assassins, I think. Oh, Agent so 46. I'm out. Agent 47A. <laughs> you mean you're out. I'm out. You weren't even in. You can't be out if you weren't in. I, I have Hitman 2. I followed their online purchase guide because there's so many editions of the game. I have Hitman also. I'm out. Uh, and finally, uh, Forspoken, which you may not know because it was formerly called Project Athia. Athia, Athia. Yep. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. Glad what the hell it is? <laughs> Fucking awesome. I think Xbox showed it off, right? At, at one of their presentations. What is this? What is it? Freaking uh, awesome. You uh, play as the protagonist Frey, uh, who has access to some impressive traversal abilities, and the game is in development at the internal studio Luminous. I don't have any more information for you, Matt. <laughs> That's yeah, they haven't put very much out. It's like a third-person, uh, you know, adventure, action-adventure type game um, with incredibly interesting-looking, uh, in my opinion, and very unique uh, graphical effects. The uh, okay. the it screenshot cool. the screenshot from GameStop alone looks super interesting. Dragon. It's a yeah. The, the low angle with the with the rack focus. Uh, Is it GameStop? GameSpot, sorry, GameSpot.com. They have a their thumbnail, the thumbnail for the video, which is like this really cool low angle shot of. Oh, where uh, she's like hiding behind the pillar and the dragons the, behind her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, uh, that's great. That's and cool. it stars Ella Balinska. Uh, yeah, I have no idea who that is. 
She was from. Uh, she is in Charlie's Angels 2019. That's all I know her from. I yeah, think she might be a fairly cool. new actress, right? 2015 looks like her first thing. Anyway, yeah, I'm interested in that game. Uh, I think it looks pretty cool. Yeah, it looks awesome. I was really impressed. It was like one of those games where I was like, I literally knew nothing about it. And even though I only saw a little bit on it, I was like, okay, this is now on my radar. This is really cool. Yeah. Adriano, I think it's I think it's that game that you said I was gonna play that they showed off the Xbox. You you somehow knew I was going to play it. Oh, because it was it was just like a fantasy female protagonist. Uh, yeah, I was like, right. oh, this is Ryan's absolutely going to play this. And if there's if there's a statue figurine that's going to come out of it, he's going to buy it and put it, it on yeah. top with yeah. uh, with Lara and Harley Quinn and his other ones. Oh, her outfit in that game though is really cool. I gotta say, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like, I, I I like what your sister and your mom said about. It's like <laughs> you're the biggest feminist they know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh yeah, that's a that's a really good way to describe. Him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, next story here: Dying Light Two is still coming in 2021. Techland confirms this is from Gamespot. After more than a year <laughs> of silence, Dying Light Two developer Techland has given a brief update on the game's development, reiterating that the sequel will launch in 2021. <clears throat> the development update has very little in terms of new information, with half of its runtime dedicated to a developer's <laughs> read mean tweets gag. Yeah. Before that's... a brief word from Techland regarding fans' desire. For new information, I was gonna say uh, the best part of that video was them just reading like people telling them to fuck off or like make the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you've got to be fucking kidding me! Like it's just, people get so like I can't imagine attaching so much of my own identity to a game that I need that I that I go on Twitter and tweet at the developers telling them to hurry up and fuck off. I can see I can see like, hurry up like hurry up's okay like. Hey guys, hurry up! Like that's okay. Is it though? Like no, it's, it's, no, that, it's, that, it's that's rude, not, it's, but it's not. It's not. It, terrible. It's not as bad. Yeah, like I could see. Like if you're guys, you're like, hey guys, hurry up! It's not that bad. Telling them to fuck off is like, okay, come on now. Like, um, uh, just like just like the uh, when you when you sent when you sent us the the delay for the rock city uh, uh, the Gotham Knights game uh, today, Ryan. Yeah. The first the first reply underneath that tweet <laughs> from them was a was a guy who's like. Are you? He's like, you got to be fucking kidding me, right? <laughs> and then there's somebody underneath is like, dude, there's a global pandemic. Like, it's like, not only like, that, who's highly anticipating Gotham Knights? I don't know. I mean, so. I'm gonna play no, it. You I'm just, excited. Yeah, now I'm, you're jabbing at him, Ryan. Wait, wait. What the fuck? I'm excited to play it, but oh, I'm just like, I am willing to wait for it. Yeah, it's not. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, I'd rather not. I'd rather not like dying like two or anything be bad. Like I'd rather, when, rather yeah, like, exactly. take the fucking yeah. time. Like I, I would, I would rather rather have it never come out than it just like just cancel it before it ever be a bad game. <laughs> um, uh, when was this game originally supposed to come out though? March of twenty twenty. Oh, that's, see, that's not that's not that bad. Like people are saying it's it's dead. It's like it kind of was like it, it it's it was at a point where it could have been delayed. And then that delay got fucked by COVID. So like mm-hmm. it's within but, a total like, you know, normal realm of delay, I think. Yeah. It the could fa- have been it could have been anthemed really easily. But the fact that they're not giving us any more information now probably means it's gonna be like holiday twenty twenty one, right? Even still though, like I mean, they delay it by a year or a year ish. December thirty first, eleven fifty release. No, no, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying like it's probably still some ways away. Right? I mean, I'm gonna be there yeah. day one for fucking dying late too. So I'll, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I'll I'll play this. Let me know. I'll uh, I'll jump on this with you guys. Was the last one more than two players? Was it, could you it have was up to that? four? 
Yeah, four. Four. Okay, cool. Yeah, yep. yeah. For those who might be curious as well, uh, some of the tweets that they read in the video um, involved such stellar commentary as, <laughs> don't get me wrong, I love Dying Light, but it's time for Dying Light 2. Stop wanking us around. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I want to play the Dying Light 2. When, <laughs> when will it be on sale? Not que- not a oh question mark, a period. I want to play it right away, assholes. Um, These can't be real, right? It's probably going to have the same fate as Dead Island 2 and never come out, unfortunately. Oh, I saw a really sad, actually, on that. Uh, oh, that tech- was the same one as the first guy, the first comment. D- Deep Silver <laughs> replied... Saying, like, thanks for the shout-out. I didn't watch the presentation, but they oh. said thanks for the shout-out. Like, Dead Island 2 is still coming. Oh. <laughs> is it really? That's what they said. Because, oh my think about God. this, Dead Island 2 was supposed to be the competitor to Dying Light. The yeah. first one. Yeah, it's like four years out now. Um, What else? Wow. Uh, Happens, what else eh? What? What ta fuck do the fucking Dying Light 2 Fuck, stop, do the fucking DLs. What's that mean? <laughs> fucking you know code right there. Yeah. yeah. They want to fix the, the internet. These are the people that uh, that think that at tweeting at the developers is going to make them release the game sooner. Because they if have they nothing make, else to do. If they want to make the internet like a, a nicer place to be, I think they should have an auditory cue when you, when you make an account and you have to type out what they said. What? Like you mean to prove what? that you're at least somewhat like literate? Yeah. So I, sorry, I, I don't I'm understand not, what you mean an yeah. auditory cue. So when you make your account, you type in your credentials or whatever else, sure. right? And then it will say, "Please type this line," and then it will just give you audio saying, "Like the cat ran up the tree," okay. and you have to type it out. And if they if they can't type it right, then they get kicked off. But you you know they're not going to like they'll no. type that correct, but then they'll never. Type anything. <laughs> yeah, it's, they, they they, that's a pretty low. Right. Like, like, yeah. like that's a pretty here? like low. It's almost like a captcha. Like yeah, people can get much. around it. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. They will people 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 will conform to get so to get where they need to so that they can be dumb again. Like that. That's that's exactly what will happen. Are they just are they just like typing really fast and then just saying enter? Like send tweet right away, or do uh, they not know how to spell? That's could, what I do. It could. It's probably it's probably more. They just probably can't spell. Okay. <laughs> it's, pro- it's probably what it is alright let's move on to our last story for the week uh, Xbox Game Pass for PC subscribers got better ports of Nier and The Evil Within Yeah. this, this comes from Polygon uh, fans have noticed that the Windows PC ports of Nier Automata and The Evil Within that uh, Microsoft just added to its library uh, offer substantial improvements or fixes that aren't present in the Steam versions uh, QLOC handled the Game Pass uh, for PC version of Nier and on Thursday, the studio noted that it's a port of the Become As Gods edition, which launched on Xbox One in 2018. So not only does it pack in all the original downloadable content, it also features a borderless video setting that fixes the game's resolution. Apparently, it was a janky in the 2017 PC version. Uh, recent era forum users have also found that the game doesn't appear to have the stutters or crashes that both near uh, Steam's release uh, that bother Nier's uh, Steam release. That's pretty interesting, eh? That they yeah. would get a different version and they never updated the the Steam version? Yeah, maybe maybe it was just a deal that Microsoft struck with them to get that. They said, hey, move this one over and they just never bothered to update the Steam one. 
So does maybe Microsoft is like caring more about the quality of the games on Game Pass? Maybe, yeah. It, uh, I I'm more interested about the person who decided to investigate this and say, "Hey, let's <laughs> right. let's look into this." Um, it's a hardcore fan right there. Yeah, or Even or internally. maybe maybe you you know who probably was though that probably tipped them off was the fact that the DLC was included in it. They said, "Hey, it's weird right. that we're getting the DLC for this." But then the PC one doesn't, and that's probably what led them to find the actual technical difference between everything else. But uh, as, uh, that's interesting, though. As for the Evil Within, uh, YouTuber Jigsaw Killer. <laughs> Appropriate. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Appropriate. That's on brand. <laughs> uh, speeds run, speed runs the game on their channel, discovered a slew of changes that make its Xbox, Pass, uh, Xbox Game Pass version basically a remaster, they said. The Evil Within joined the Game Pass and Game Pass for PC a week ago after Microsoft closed the deal to acquire Bethesda Softworks. Upgrades to the Evil Within's PC port uh, per Jigsaw Killer include a first-person mode with a field-of-view option, low- and medium-camera bobbing effect options, an infinite ammo mode, icon callouts when players are sneaking or using the lantern in first-person view, and a buff to stamina that lets players sprint longer. The game also feels less janky and smooth, Jigsaw Killer said. There's a first-person mode they added? I guess so. I mean, we haven't Holy played this shit. in years, so... <laughs> I gotta replay this game. Well, so it's using well, it's, the lantern in Pass. first person view. But I don't remember there being a first person view. All I remember is that game not ending. And we played it for fucking ever. And it's to this day anxiety inducing for me. Remember it being kind of janky though on, on PS4? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was definitely. it did not especially if you went because I, I remember when they first uh did the like the resolution apparently early on was to help with the frame rate. Like they couldn't like rendering that extra bar at the top and the bottom mm-hmm. was problematic. And when they finally did let you roll that, that extra bar at the top and bottom, it did create some performance issues and they had to work on that. Like, like it just kind of did um, make stuff a little rough. And the PS4 pro had the boost mode. And I remember that helping out a bit. Yeah. Anyway, that's all we got. Cool. That's it. Cool. I'm going to move my mic over here and uh, move my keyboard back. You're just going to start making right. a bunch of noise in the show with <laughs> yeah. those technical noises. Like, <laughs> that, uh, that gives you extra work to do, Matt, in the, in the timeline. Well, I'm going to specifically leave it in there now because we talked about it. All right. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll you catch us next week. Um, Tim is on the Twitch. Yes, sir. He yes, is, sir. Uh, he's streaming at the twitch.tv slash figures. If you're a big fan of Oblivion content, there's going to be a lot of it probably for a long time. So, because <laughs> honestly, like, I feel like I could I could keep playing this game and then I could just uh, start over and play it and do a new a new build or just like play a, a mod. Like, I'll just look up story mods that have like custom content and then I'll do that for a God month. Damn. Now that do we've talked about with me, do more. No, wind. I'm not doing Morrowind. Maybe uh, casually, but here's here's a question, Tim. Are you playing it right now? Um, I was just while I was <laughs> while I was testing um, mod stuff like stability. Yeah. Uh, we also stream uh, the uh, very popular Sea of Thieves on uh, Twitch.tv slash Patch Media every Wednesday, uh, eight thirty ish, probably nine ish. Yeah, when actually, we started we started earlier in eight thirty actually. Uh, yeah. No, the actual start time is whenever we all get our coffees and our teas. That's when. <laughs> That's we <start>. right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next week. See you then. Peace.